Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on sofas, dining furniture, beds, home accessories and so much more. Uh, Fianna Fáil, Limerick City TD, Willie O'Dea is on the line. Good morning to you. And um, I just wanted to talk to you a little about the COVID thing. Um, the Taoiseach saying, we heard it on news bulletins this morning, that there's no going back to restrictions here now, folks. And then the Chief Medical Officer telling us that we, we can't socialise as much. And then there are big events taking place, including at the Aviva tonight. And I presume you're getting this from your constituents. I think it's left listeners very, very confused. <laughs> Good morning, Joe. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, look, you know, the, the, the official government position is that there's no, there are no plans to go back to, you know, imposing further restrictions. Uh, basically, what the, the, the policy is that this is going to be done on a voluntary basis. So, you know, I mean, all I can do is urge people to listen to what NIFAS was saying and Tori Hullahan was saying the other night in particular, that they should try for the foreseeable future, just as a week or two at least, in this particular region, which has been singled out as, you know, Limerick, Clare, North Tipperary, to reduce social contact as much as possible. I mean, we're, you know, it's, it's incumbent on all of us to make an effort. And, uh, you know, I would also say to people, you know, business people, that they, should, they, they, they you know, it's a legal obligation to check people's, to check that people are vaccinated. Now, it has been brought to my attention, or has been at least, <coughs> sorry, represented to me that there are a number of premises, uh, namely pubs in the city, uh, very small few, that still don't insist on the vaccine certificate. And I mean, clearly that's wrong. And I would urge the authorities to, you know, their policing is supposed to have been stepped up to ensure that this is happening. And I would urge the authorities to, you know, to, 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 to investigate this assiduously and then to pursue any offenders vigorously. Because, as I say, uh, you know, the government can only do so much, you know, this is going to be largely voluntary from here on in. Right, that's interesting. So, despite all this talk of knife edges and, you know, situation worsening and all of that stuff, and um, a report yesterday in the papers that said there was only one ICU bed available in the entire Midwest region yesterday, you, well, you, you were saying that, you know, Christmas in terms of restrictions is not under threat. The government is not going down that road again. It's basically up to us, each of us individually, to do the right thing and let's move on. Well, of course, nobody can foretell the future, and I can't guarantee anything, but that is present government policy. That is present government policy. And as regards to the stories about only one ICU bed being available in the region in the University Hospital Limerick, of course, it's within the capacity of the management out there to create, to create extra spaces uh, for ICU, and I'm sure that will be done if necessary. Uh, we're hoping, we're all hoping that, you know, the figures, which, which are very, very high at the moment, particularly in this region, uh, will peak before Christmas, and then we'll be at the downward trajectory. Uh, in the meantime, the booster vaccine is going to be rolled out. And uh, but as I say, there are no there are no present plans anyway to return to any form of restrictions. And it is the fervent hope of everybody, I'd say, both in government and outside of the government, that that, that the occasion to do that won't arise. It's my hope too. All right. And so on to brighter things, uh, Willie O'D. Uh, tell us about the new Mungrid School building going to tender. Well, it's. It just a fantastic success story, you know, and I must compliment uh, Principal Liam O'Mahony and his staff because I remember visiting uh, those people on site a short few years ago when they were just starting out 
and they, they had literally, I think, less than 100 pupils in temporary accommodation, and they're still in temporary accommodation. They've grown rapidly. There's been a huge population growth in that area, and I told them that if I ever had the chance to influence to, to, to influence the matter, that I would push very hard for, and I'm sure other politicians also would push very hard for a permanent structure problem because it's clearly needed. And I was delighted to be told eventually by the Minister for Education the other day that the approval has now been uh, being given for a go-ahead for a three-storey, uh, three-level three building sufficient to accommodate a thousand pupils with a whole lot of ancillary uh, facilities. Uh, the, the, the planning permission was already applied for this last year, so planning permission has gone through, which is usually one of the big delaying factors when something like this is approved. So now it's gone out tender, and uh, I, I know you might want to ask me how much it's going to cost. I can't give you that information for commercial reasons because, you know, people will tender, and a decision will then be taken on the tender of the offers that come in. But it is a multi, multi-million project. I, I thought you were afraid I might go out and try and build a school myself or something, Willie. <laughs> well, 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 sure, you know. <laughs> No better, no better man, I'm sure. But, I, mean, I haven't been told what the, what the ultimate cost will be, but I mean, you know, there's a tender process there, and there's a reason for it, and the tender process has now been initiated, and so it's all systems go. All right. Uh, well, you mentioned Liam O'Mahony, who is the principal of uh, Mungard Community College, and he's on the other line. How are you, Liam? Good morning, Joe. Thank you for inviting me on. You're very well. You must be absolutely delighted. Absolutely, Joe. Look, it's been a long, a long journey there, as Willie pointed out. I suppose they start off with um, locals here in the community campaigning for a school and lobbying for a school um, because of growing population and they wanted a bit more certainty about the future of their children's education. And I suppose local TDs and politicians lobbied extensively for that to happen. And then I suppose in October 2016, the school was announced and an excellent decision to make patrons the LCETBE. I've worked with them for over 20 years myself in mixed education. And you know yourself, the LCETBE run a good show and are very inclusive and want schools to reflect the community they're in. And I think that covers what we are. And I suppose then in August 2017, uh, we had 90 plus students join us. Um, and I suppose we built that up now to over 600 students five years in our fifth year now. I suppose none of this could have been done without the superb support of our intern and then what became our, our um, permanent board of management, which is so ably chaired by um, local councillor here, Daniel Butler, and who is Mayor Limerick at this moment. And that board is made up of all local people, again, striving to have a school that reflects the community it's mm-hmm. in. And, and I suppose it's, go going to, it's going to be some building. I mean, you know, you must oh, be yeah. uh, like uh, uh, all the facilities you could ask for in a modern school. And when would Correct. you hope to move in there? Well, I suppose, Joe, that it depends on the tender processing being finished, as as, as, as correctly points out by Willie there. Um, and we'll have to wait till that's done. But we would hope the ground will be broken uh, here sometime early in uh, 2022. Uh, um, and as you say, it'll be a fabulous building with, you know, all the practical rooms that we need in the school, from technology to engineering to woodwork, uh, home ec, etc. Fabulous library. Uh, multimedia rooms, uh, music rooms, art rooms and uh, all the rest that goes with a modern building but also built hopefully in a very green way in the sense of with solar panels and harvesting of water and all those sort of things that are so important nowadays going forward. So on all levels it is a huge addition to this area and I suppose it also continues the strong tradition of education in this area which was abruptly ended in 1974 and I suppose it took until now to get back to Munger being at the centre of education again. It's an ever-expanding area as well, Munger. What's the catchment area for the school? 
Yeah, the catchment area is the Raheen Dord Island Mungret area and as you know, um, this area is growing in numbers and that is why I suppose the department sanctioned the building um, and uh, you know that is why the school has been built is to meet the need that's in the area. Okay, very good. Well, listen, delighted to hear about it. I'm sure people in that area will be thrilled, especially for uh, their children uh, over the next few years. And uh, thank you to the principal of Mungo Community College, Liam O'Mahony, for talking to us. And also uh, Willie O'D, Fianna Fáil TD for Limerick City. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on sofas, dining furniture, beds, home accessories and so much more.